Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Cornhole Culture. I'm your host, Miguel Villa, and I'm here with Adam Hisner and David Morris. How are you guys doing? Oh, just amazing. <laughs> doing well, Miguel. Thanks for having us. No problem. In this specific episode, I want to talk to about strategy. And I think you guys were perfect for this because you guys love blocking the hole. I mean, Adam, for since I've known you, you have always been uh, a more strategical player than a hole-to-hole player. <clears throat> so to, to start, I want you to break down uh, how people can go into games. For example, when somebody says, I'm going to play I'm going to play him hole to hole, or I'm going to play him uh, throw a blocker on my second bag. What are the different strategies um, that players could go into into a game playing different types of players? I mean, obviously, I, I, I understand your question, but it, it really comes down to your game. Doesn't matter who you're playing. It never okay. does. It's all, I mean, the strategy is it, it, it's how you manipulate the hole. I mean, it just it, it, you're playing – I tell everybody all the time, whether it's doubles, singles, whatever, you're playing yourself because you know what you can do. So there's no reason to switch your game up, I mean, unless, you know, these damn new bags that just fall in the hole and you might just have to do that. But in, in all reality, in my opinion, you just – you're playing yourself. It's, it's all you all the time. It doesn't matter who you're playing against. So, how about yourself? What, what is your strategy going into the game? I mean, now, since I've been doing some of these virtual tournaments, I mean, obviously, it's a hole-for-hole hole thing. I mean, it's, it's possible it could change my strategy than my normal blocking, but it's still in the old, you know, in the back pocket, so I'm going to attempt it. But, like I said, these new bags are just, I mean – Dave half the time throws up the left side and they still go in. So, I mean, that's why I pick him up as a partner because he's so damn lucky. <laughs> I mean, shit. Now, um, David, how, what is your strategy going into? I mean, like, I agree with Adam saying it's, you're playing yourself. I mean, if you make all the bags, you're going to win. If you never miss a bag, you're never going to lose. But, I mean, there's still other factors that go into it, like the type of bag that the other person's using. You know, if they're using, like, a super fast bag, you might not be able to jam the hole up or block as much as you would normally. If the bag's holding up, you could maybe jam up the hole and steal two points. But if those bags are going to fall in easily, you know, you got to make the choice to follow them in. At the same time, I know I've used this analogy, you know, comparison to you, Miguel. Like, I never go for an airmail if I think the person can push the bag in. So if the person's leaving an easy push there, I'll block behind it or follow it in. Um, but with these new bags, like Adam's saying, like those pushes become a lot easier. So you have to be a little bit more conservative. You have to do a double block sometimes. You can't go for those aggressive airmails as much as you used to be able to. So, I mean, it's it's at the same time, like it's your point, opponent too. If he's a good pusher, you know, you might need to block it. If if you think he's going to hit an airmail, you know, there's no reason to block behind it, try to follow it in. Um, if you think you can go hole for hole, for, hole, for hole with him, just follow it in and try to go um, hole, for hole, for, hole for hole with him. 
Um, so there's like a lot of things to consider. The type of bag that they're using, your opponent. Hey, when you say hole again, that was kind of nice. <laughs> you wouldn't like that, Adam. Um, <laughs> but yeah, there's just different things to consider. The type of bag that they're using, the opponent, his strengths and weaknesses, and then like just your game. You know, if you're going to try to get two points, you're going to try to steal more, you're going to try to lock it up. So that's what I like to it's think just, about. It's just hard anymore to lock anything up yeah, with, with these new bags. And, and nothing against people. There's great players out there that are throwing these new bags. But, I mean, it, it makes everybody so much better as far as it's easier for them to push stuff. It's easier to go around stuff. When before, you really had to have a lot of control of your bag and your shot. And, I mean – it really showed who was really good. All right, this is perfect because I, I agree. Like, go ahead. Like before, when stickier bags and stuff were out there, having first bag was way more important than it is now because you could jam up the hole and just take two points and move on to the next frame. Now things will just fall in the hole, so it's going to be an open hole a lot more. So you really need like a true miss where something's not touching the hole at all, rather than before. If something was hanging, you could try to lock it up and you know, they're just going to have to lay up or get super aggressive and you can get points out of it. That's not the case anymore. So uh, for the players that, the new players that never experienced tournaments where uh, there was true stick bags. I mean, Adam, you've been playing competitive cornhole for what, like 20 years? Before I was born, you know. <laughs> I mean, you, you, you are so old. I, yeah. How long have you been? Right. It's, it's definitely been over 15 years, right? No, and I haven't been that long. It's probably been <laughs> close to 10 to 11. Okay. So 10 to 11 years. I mean, even back in 2017 in the ACL championships, there were still stick, you know, true stick bags that you guys were playing with. There was no sticky, uh, fast, double-sided fast bags. So, you know, not just two years ago, two and a half, three years ago, there was no all slick bags. This didn't exist. You know, the innovation of bags obviously changed the whole game like you guys were talking about. You know, David, you've been playing for six years. Um, yeah, something like that. Yeah, so it's like, you know, how – I want you guys to explain how it was before because there's a lot of new players, I mean, that have been playing for the past two years that have no idea how it used to be. And – you know, do you think that if, obviously, Adam, you said those players, there's a lot of players that are, got really, really good because now a miss goes in the hole. Uh, but before, how was it before? You know, give me your experience. Just on like they, like they said, first, first bag was the key. I mean, you get that blocker up there, and, and if they miss left or right, I mean, you could shove it up, jam it up you know, guarantee yourself two points, but you were, you were able with that sticky bag to just kind of push and sit, which is a big deal. But even now with these fast bags, you're, the problem is, is with, the, with a sticky bag player, your blocks have to be so much more precise because those new bags, they just kind of roll around. Now, that's not saying good player or even a, a startup player if you don't push properly, you're still going to miss that push with a sticky bag. Now, if you're playing fast and faster bags, you, you both you have a chance to, to push it in, but you're more or less trying to follow it anyways. 
but it's just a lot easier with a fast, fast bag if your opponent's playing the same thing. But if you've got somebody that has a sticky bag and you don't hit that square on that push, it's going to push you off the left and right because it is that different. I mean, I used to uh, use this phrase a lot, and I used to hear it, you know, every single tournament, the bags are kicking right now. The bags are kicking. Right now, I don't even hear anybody's – all the new players, they don't even know what – how you know, the, the phrase when a bag kicks on the board because they have no idea about these, you know, true stick bags and, and these conditions that – you know, you have to, you had to be so precise back then. I mean, yeah, you had to be precise back then so the bags wouldn't kick and you had to be, you know, very skilled to make sure that bags didn't kick as well. Now, you know, if they, a slick side player throws bags and they throw a sticky bag, it's going to keep kicking on them, you know, but now like they have no idea what kick is. I mean, with, no, the, no. with the sticky bag too, you had to be perfectly in the hole. I mean, pretty much exactly what Adam and I were talking about. Like, a miss before would be something that's hanging on the hole. If you would have to go directly in, if you're not directly in, you're going to hang up on the edge of the hole. And because those bags are so sticky, those bags weren't always coming back. Those were not going to fall back in the hole. Even if it was 50% in the hole, the guy that with the first bag or the next bag could jam that up and you're screwed. I think I, I talked to you about this yesterday, Miguel. You and Tyler and a lot of the guys around here like give me a lot of crap for like saying like, "Oh no, I miss," and then it goes in. <laughs> that's more. That's more so me just being used to a sticky bag. Bags that used to be misses that now barely catch the hole go in, like go straight in because they're not hanging up on the hole anymore. If that was a sticky bag that's hanging up on the side of the hole and not dropping in. So I'm just used to being having to be directly in the middle, falling in. Something that's left or right a little bit isn't a miss. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, now, now I know that uh, you, being sponsored by Kill Shots, you now have switched over to a faster bag. Mm -hmm. uh, you have now, to at this point. I mean. Well, Adam, I mean, how, how long did it take you to finally – admit or just finally change bags because when i last time i saw you was in top dog which was a couple months ago uh and that was probably the last tournament we all really played in uh a big tournament and uh you had a faster bag and it was the first time i ever saw you with a fast bag you know are you still um at that point you, you were very new to it like you were you know still deciding if you're gonna go that route and just say, I give up and I'm going to join everybody because I can't beat them or I'm not, not, saying not, not beat them, but like, you know, I'm just a great can't player beat them overall. I mean, if, if the only <laughs> person that's going to say bad anything is probably Morris, but I mean, give me your damn flip flop. I'll throw it down there in the hole, but no, I mean, just like Dave said, it, it is changing and, it, and it's hard. It's hard to play somebody if they do have a faster bag, if, you're not really precise on your blocks. But even that, like you said, a sticky bag sits on the edge of the hole. You have to airmail that thing to get it to go in. These other bags, you touch the damn thing and it's going in. So, I mean, it, 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 there's, I mean, there's still strategy in the game. Obviously, you can have push-outs and knockoffs and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, I kind of – I was really new at Top Dog because I was actually the only bags that I brought, and especially yeah. when I came the – the damn walker and the blind roll. 
and that's all I had. Granted, I could have borrowed somebody else's, but I mean, I was trying to somewhat advertise those. And I mean, they are a good bag. I just didn't play with them enough. Um, now I have to considering this whole virtual thing because you're what bags are those the local new outlaws yeah those are the outlaws yeah i think i actually no those were the banshees i think i brought up there um which which are similar they're just a they they're a little bit slower than the outlaws but um i mean lately that's all i've been throwing just because when you play virtual you, you don't want hang-ups you don't want to miss a, a blocker is a bad bag you don't well, want to have a bad bag in virtual, you know, like you have to be in the hole or have something forgiving, you know, for decorative yeah. games. So. You don't want to set a block on yourself in virtual. <laughs> yeah, it's a different game. It's not like true. And I mean, no, once, once we go back to playing against each other, uh, are you going to keep sticking to your blocking, Adam? Or are you going to change to? I mean, I could still block with the fast bag, so it's still gonna it's still gonna make you attempt to push through. It's just um, the block on a faster bag is really hard because it's such a higher shot to do it. Right. So, I mean, probably starting back, I might start with the faster ones, but I don't know. I still feel that I may go back to my sticky bags. Just, I mean, because. I'm a hard thrower anyway, so I can push through a lot of stuff. And even with this new material, with the sticky bag, it, it's still, you throw it enough, it, it breaks in pretty good. So it all depends on what's on that fast side. But right. I, I don't know, it's gonna come down to, you know, just getting back into it. And I mean, I've been throwing this fast stuff so much that maybe that might be my route. Yeah. I mean, for, for me, Mike and I have always had a problem with bag, bag selection. I mean, I give Adam and Cody a lot of props, you know, for they're both able to throw the same style bag. Mike and I have had that issue for two plus years now. Mike changed his throw and he just hasn't been comfortable with a stickier bag. And he hasn't found something with a slick side that he can only throw. Um, we switched to kill shots because the sticky side for me was still allowing us to throw blockers and it was fast enough that Mike could make work. And at the same time, it's still forgiving enough for me that it's not a disadvantage, like a normal sticky bag. It's still going to fall in the hole. It's way more forgiving around the hole. It's easier to push. So Mike has some adjustments, some wiggle room there. And it's not like a true sticky bag anymore. So it's kind of the best of both worlds for me right now. Now, um, this past weekend, uh, we had uh... – ESPN, the first uh, in South Carolina, uh, first qualifier, and what I what we saw on TV was just there was zero what it seems zero strategy because there I mean everybody was just going hole to hole because every, it was so fast you know um, what I know Adam that Cody is your teacher and he he's a he's a he's a better strategizer than you are and you wow <laughs> cody would love to is weed legal up there in chicago because you're smoking a ton of it cody's my teacher well it seems At like my age it seems like you uh you go you know you ask cody 
more on what to do than he asked you because you know it seems like he knows what to well, do. he gets so butthurt when i make an airmail and he didn't want me to throw it so you know i guess i try to give him his opinion so he makes him feel better after he gets back to the line you know i wonder if you know uh what type of strategy is uh, are the new bags um going to bring you know because obviously going hole for hole is is not you know i wouldn't say it's not fun are you gonna throw these though cody's not gonna want to throw them <laughs> he won't get, he won't sweat I don't know because he hasn't thrown a bag since the week before Cleveland Nationals. So. <laughs> yeah. So you know, you know, I wonder uh, how uh, if there's new innovation to the strategy of the game that's going to pop up that we haven't. You know, the only the only way it's going to be is if it if it goes back to to a strict um, stop and go bag. Because I mean, just like you said, it's I mean, to me, it's not fun to go hole for hole. Do you put them all in and win? Yeah, if you don't miss. Right. And but to actually watch the game personally, I don't like it. I don't like watching it. I that's why I kind of enjoyed the college kids when I was watching that because you know they they don't throw them in all the time. They throw good shots and they're up the center, so it makes them end up pushing or airmailing. And I mean that's exciting to me. Right. I mean, right. Don't get me wrong. I'd like to string forty-eight in a row, but I mean. I don't know. I I just I just don't like watching it. I'm the same with same with playing games. I have way more fun playing guys like you and Cody and like Kyle Malone, guys that like to block the hole just like me and manipulate the hole, hole manipulators. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Say that again. Mm. Yeah. So those games are way more fun to me rather than playing someone like Jay Rubin who just will throw right down the middle and try to go in every time. Yeah. I mean. Uh... David, I, I, you, you don't want to introduce me to competitive cornhole. So, you know, I kind of always went into the sticky blocking side and uh, it's been really hard for me to change to a slower bag just because, or a faster bag, just because the way I throw in general and I throw so hard, you know. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see, uh, you know, if, the ACL is going to do something about, um, you know, trying to slow these bags down or I don't know. It's, just, uh, it's especially with this virtual, it's becoming just going home, you know. Yeah. Um, I, I'm not giving up on the blocker. I still think eventually it will be in a cycle. Someone's going to come out with something, either a bigger bag, a stickier bag that's easy to push. Um, but it's going to throw off those slick bags. If you, you don't have to throw like a perfect block, or maybe it's just a really big bag, really sticky bag that it, these slick bags struggle with. I mean, eventually there's got to be a counter to it. Right. It can't just get faster and faster forever. Eventually there's going to be a counter in the opposite direction. So people that can throw hard can throw. The, the, only, the only problem with that, Dave, is the fact that, uh, this virtual and just everything in general, all these new bags are just fast. Yeah. So everybody's throwing fast. So do they really want to go to a sticky bag? I mean, there's, there's going to be, I feel very few that will have an actual suede side on their bag. Going. I don't think it's going to be suede. It's going to be, it's going to have to be something else, but eventually I think there's going to be a breaking point. I don't think it's going to be anytime soon. 
but eventually I think, you know, things happen in cycles. It'll cycle back. I'm not saying that, you know, all these players that do throw the the fast bags can't airmail. It's just not really necessary. No, it's not at all. Unless they feel that they can't push through something, which I don't know why they couldn't. Um, It's just, it's, it's really crazy. I mean, I've, like I said, I've, I've threw my outlaws back here and, some of the bags that like aren't even by the hole and I'm able to grab, not even try to throw an airmail, but able to twist them and they just kind of find their way back. And then the next bag hits the board and it pulls it back far. It's just, it's really crazy to me too. But I mean, like I said, it's all about the material. I don't know. I'd like to see everybody throw stop and go bags. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, how I got introduced to competitive cornhole and you know that was learning the strategy behind it and now now it seems you know there is really isn't that much strategy you know like you guys were talking about earlier plugging the hole or or just you know jamming the hole and and getting two points out of it because just everything falls now and you know there is no these faster bags do allow players beginner players to get better a lot faster you know they don't need a perfect bag and they, they come into it only knowing faster bags, so the speed isn't that fast for them. That's all they know, you know. Um, but you'll, you'll notice there's the beginner players. Yes, they can make 20, 30 in a row, like the good beginner players. But if you throw up a blocker, that's where the difference is, like difference from like a top pro player, mid-tier pro player, um, right. to just like a true beginner that's down the middle. The guys that can really go around stuff, roll around stuff, curve bags, or go through it. That's where. But what did you call that earlier? Manipulating the yeah, hole. Manipulating the hole. <laughs> it was. Players. It was interesting. I was watching. Uh, there was this Twitter beef on uh, Twitter uh, about this. Twitter other, beef on Twitter. Well, I was going to say, internet beef on Twitter, uh, where uh, this other podcast was uh, messing with the bowling podcast, and then it, it started to make me think like. You know how many how many perfect games in a bowl you know in bowling is there right you know a lot of people throw perfect games so because all you got to do is throw the ball down the lane and all you got to do is th- throw 13 perfect balls to get a perfect game you know in cornhole with the deck around there hasn't been a perfect game yet that i know of because yeah. because you have to throw 40 bags perfectly in the hole right. pretty much and if you if you talk to the old school bowlers the the lanes are i wouldn't say they've they've changed but that back in the day they used to change them a lot like a lot so you really had to have different balls for the lane changing now it almost seems like they're they're doing the same thing i mean easy's a great bowler and he's hit a shit ton of 300s right now is is that another avenue that you know you change the boards. I mean, you know, it's interesting, you know. It's not a bad idea. Like there's going to be different oil patterns, just like bowling. I've heard that theory before as well. I mean, I think it's going to take a lot to get to that point, but what, like, how do you envision that? Like saying like, like, like curve or. Well, just, you know. One board's faster, one board's slower. Or like, do you actually mean patterns on the board well i i think it's more of a um changing <laughs> ch- changing the board speed you know changing the board speed 
uh, and then you having to adjust to that, um, you know, throughout the tournament, I think is. I, I mean, know. the boards change here regardless. Right. Like, large building, small building, just with heat and, you know, the AC and the humidity and stuff like that. But that's the problem with these fast bags. I mean, it, it almost doesn't matter. I mean, they do. I mean, I've, I've noticed Reynolds bags. They do tend to, uh, they did a lot of kicking mm -hmm. um, with the carpet but you could always flip it over to the faster side and slide right through it. So, um, I mean, it's, it, it does change, but the majority of the time it's fast. Right. It's interesting that, you know, strategy has not, has kind of lowered and then really now there's really no true strategy to the game. Like there used to be, um, you know, hopefully like David says, there is a cycle we do get, you know, uh, back to being more strategical uh, while playing the game. Because um, right now, you know, you still have Trey Ryder uh, on ESPN saying you do this and do that and so forth. Um, but I think there'll be, it would be a lot more strategical. And I guess. And I'm not saying, I, I don't mean to interrupt you. I'm not saying, let, let's say, you know, they are throwing fast bags and there's a push shot. You still have to throw that bag pretty good online to hit that push shot it's just your precision doesn't have to be that good anymore you could clip just the edge of that bag and you're still pushing it when before you had to hit it nice down the middle your bag to that bag and then get both of them in i mean now your precision really doesn't have to be perfect yeah you know what to do your execution rate is higher you know, than before, like, yeah, you, you have to hit it perfect. <laughs> and you you hit, push, there's no margin. Like, oh, I missed it. And then it pulls it into the hole anyway. You're like, <laughs> hell. <laughs> yeah. same, with, same with going around bags or let's say there's like a pile, you know, around the hole. It can still slip in and fall into a little crack and get in the hole. One before that wasn't the case, you know. Blockers were pretty good. If there's a clump up, you know, you're either going airmail or you have to lay up. Now there's small holes you can fit into, nooks and crannies you can fit through. But yeah, it used to not be the case. So for the new players listening, you know, uh, what's your advice going forward? You know, do they stick to the fast bag and, and don't even bother with a sticks bag? Or, you know, what, what's your advice going forward to, for, for these new players? I mean, my advice would be, I mean, if it's working for you, stick with it, but learn all the shots in the game. Don't okay. just focus on going in the hole. Work on going around bags, pushing bags, you know, setting blockers, dealing with blockers. You still need all the shots in the game. Just to become better, yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't only I mean, And a lot of it has to do with, it depends on how much you play. If you're just playing in a league, like the ACL, which, you know, it's bring your own bags, that's okay. But if you like to travel or even within your state to go to different tournaments and it's bags or, you know, you use what's here and it is a stop and go bag and you're not used to the way they handle, the way they kick. I mean, it's, I'm not going to say grab a sticky bag, but I mean, it wouldn't hurt you to buy, you know, four bags and just test them out. So if you do run into that, yeah, I mean, you got some kind of a feel for it. Yeah, I think that's great advice because, uh, you know, now a lot of new players have a 
an arsenal of bags, you know, as they like to call it. Um, you know, I know David has an arsenal of bags. I have arsenal of bags, but my bags are usually mainly sticking stick and go bags. I don't have a true fast bag until recently with, with some kill shots that haven't even broken in yet. Um, but yeah, I think uh, for the players right now, buying kill shots, buying game changers, um, buying fast bags, I think it's a good idea for you guys to buy slow bags, you know, uh, so you guys could get better at the different shots that David's talking about. Because if you don't experience them and you don't, you know, practice them, you know, you, you are not going to be become a great cornhole player. Yeah. Um, so on a similar note, like still having a flat bag is not important, you know, the fast bags doesn't require them anymore. But like, like Adam says, if you go to some of these tournaments that are bags provided or outdoors, if you're playing in the wind, you still need a flat bag. Right. So you might think you're great indoors or great with game changers, but to be an all around great player, you still need like a flat bag. You still need to adjust to conditions and deal with different types of bags. All right, Adam, any last words before we finish up? I mean, that hair on Dave. I mean, everybody's got to <laughs> really look at that. I mean, that, that's that's some really nice hair. Isn't your yeah. arm tired? It's been up the entire <laughs> yeah. Nice head of hair. Look at that. Don't you just want to put your fingers through it? I mean, we're in quarantine, and, and I expected, you know, I'm, you know, my hair is all crazy, and oh, well, I, I was, I was, I was expecting uh, uh, Adam to have some, you know, some hair on top of him. <laughs> Yeah, on top of his head, but all kinds of hair on the top of my head. That's your quarantine. You got some nice gray down here, though. <laughs> I got my own clippers. Uh, I get <laughs> every two weeks. All right. Well, thank you guys for joining me. Uh, it was fun talking to you, uh, and I hope uh, this helps uh, people decide on kind of how to go into the game strategy-wise uh, and how to practice with different bags. Um, and thanks for your input. I know that uh, I chose you because I know that you guys do not agree with uh, what's going on and in going into the new uh, faster innovation of bags, but uh, it happened. And uh, I think it's a good outlook for other people that, you know, don't have that same perspective. So thanks again. Um, and we'll see everybody on the next podcast. Thanks for listening.